it out. Francis, what is going on? Riley, just another day in paradise, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here. Happy trying out this new streaming app. And yeah, just happy to be talking to you. Cool. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Okay, Francis, uh, let me publish this live real quick. Yes, we are right here. Let me make sure we... <laughs> We are live. This is my first ever live podcast. So, boom, save, and we should be now public going live. So, um, dude, what's up? Hold on. I actually didn't hear what you said in the first part. <laughs> where, where are you located right now? I said the, the typical uh, podcast intro. You know, okay. thanks for having me and things like yeah. that. But yeah, right yeah, now you got you to be here. Okay, cool. Cause my my yeah. my AirPods weren't connected in that first uh, first bit. Okay, boom. Now I'm connected, um, dude. So yeah, you, we've been in touch on and on for a while, and then you just uh, hit me up the other day. You're like, I just launched this newsletter, and I was like, oh, that's that's super dope. I've never heard of it. Nomad newsletter just for digital nomads or whatever so what's the genesis of it what's the background and tell people yeah what are you what are you working on yeah i mean the genesis came uh from this came from like actually i was incredibly burned out from i guess my my typical freelance work for like a hard like two months and was like okay well i kind of want to step away from client work but i still like writing and i like i still like working with you know email marketing and um, yeah, I just fell upon an article by, by Sam Parr about how he grew his newsletter, The Hustle, which has like a million followers and how it just started off as like a passion project of things he really liked, which was just business and tech. Um, and I was like, yeah, why don't I do that? I mean, I already have a, um, like an email marketing email list, like a newsletter that I was sending to, you know, once or twice a week, a few times a month and was like, why don't I just focus on travel, digital nomadism, remote work, because that's what I love doing. And I love traveling, you know, I love living abroad. You know, I've been um, living in Europe for the last six years, um, you know, as an expat, like legally. And so I, you know, I, I knew that there was a lot of people out there who were interested in learning how to, you know, maintain that life, create that life. And I said, why don't I just create like this email newsletter based around it? And yeah, this was all started up within like the last, month maybe because yeah i sent you i sent you this email like last wednesday or something and uh the this newsletter went live like two weeks ago and um yeah i wrote like this landing page that you have right here within like the first like in like two hours it's like i'm just gonna get it out i just want to get started on it maybe i'll hire another copywriter to rewrite it yeah. but it was just like i'm just gonna get out there and yeah so it's basically um similar to the model of newsletters like the hustle or the click or the morning brew but instead of focusing on business and tech it's going to be centered around digital nomadism and you know location independent living so um the goal right now is to send out an email every monday or friday covering four five six topics uh, based around digital nomadism so there would be destination reviews um, podcast hosts, you know, podcasts like yours, people like yours, you know, people like you and you know, the course that you may have, um, you know, showcasing job opportunities, new side hustles, you know, maybe even trends that, um, you know, a lot of the uh, very serial entrepreneur minded nomads out there can capitalize on um, and giving out just information that's really digestible 
and kind of like quick hitting twice a week. Um, you know, right now it's twice a week. In the future, I'd like to do it, uh, you know, multiple times a week and you know, branch out to you know, just having, you know, Tuesdays just be job opportunities or Wednesdays just be destination reviews. But um, for me, I'm, this is um, something that I've already gotten a lot of really good feedback on from other podcast hosts who have just asked for, you know, feedback. Like, what'd you think of this email or, um, you know, what do you think of these five topics? So, yeah, I mean, it, it all started really, really fast. But for me, it's like the passion project because, you know, this is a lifestyle that I live and um, I'm just really passionate about and I really love and want to help out anyone who who's interested as well. I pretty much have, you know, three to four people that still watch my videos. So, yeah, appreciate you guys. No, <laughs> no it, it's it's a, maybe two to two to three hundred uh, loyal followers that, that still follow. But OK, dope. So. um, So you're on Instagram, too. I am Francis dot nine. Sick, sick. OK, we can sh we can share that. OK, boom. Check it out. Boom. Crow tab. Chrome tab. There he is. So, there he is. Yeah, so you're in Europe. Like, tell me, yeah, where where you at? You're in Mexico. Like, you're nomading around the world. And yeah, so, so you've been <laughs> full time as a copywriter or freelance? Yeah, yeah. So, for the last three and a half years, I've been working as a freelance copywriter, mostly in email copy and email marketing. Um, and that's been like my full-time gig for the last three and a half, almost four years now. Um, I need to update my Instagram. It still says I'm in Mexico. I'm in Greece right now. Um, but I live in Budapest. Uh, my residency and kind of where I base myself is in Budapest. But, you know, I've been here for well, – I've been in Budapest for the last five years and moved there originally to teach English. Fell in love with yep. the city because it was just, you know, cool, vibrant, super fun. And it was so close to other European countries and it was cheap flights. So I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to try to base myself here and deal with the bureaucracy. Um, and now I'm kind of done with the bureaucracy. So I'm actually moving to Portugal next year um, with somebody who actually helps people move abroad. Um, David McNeil from Expat Empire. Shout out, David, if you're really going to listen to this. But um yeah, just been in Budapest, and I kind of use it just to, to bounce around. I mean, yeah, right now, where I'm this uh, kind of kitchen slash living room I'm sitting in, uh, I'm in Paros, Greece. So just uh, just hanging out, really. I'm going to Santorini tomorrow, and yeah, just living well. And it's kind of where I started. I mean, my whole, my, my whole journey started with me teaching English and then just kind of using that to, yep. uh, to find different avenues. I think that's pretty typical. Yeah, yeah. As, as you know, lots of that's how lots of uh, expat slash nomad journeys start. It's like, ah, I just want to get some work abroad experience. Oh, what are the work abroad jobs that you can get? Oh, te teaching English. So many jobs out there. And then so you're like, oh, fucking, you start doing it. Well, living in another country is super dope, but teaching English is not super dope. Uh, well, you know, after a number of years, you get obviously it gets boring and it's like, yeah, it's like a nine to five. So you're like, oh, uh, I can be a digital nomad, work online. Oh, sounds great. Um, rest is history. Yeah, as you know, as you know, guys. 
Um, okay, dope, dope. So you're doing the Europe thing. Um, and then so while I'm on your website, what is you? So this is obviously still your your full time thing here. And um, yeah, what do you do here? Yeah, so my full time gig, I would say so we're calling it full time. I, it's more like just like something I do. But um, I am a uh, freelance copywriter, email copywriter. So I typically work with e-commerce businesses, um, coaches, consultants, um, and essentially trying to squeeze as much money to, um, out of their email list. And so yeah. this is where kind of my my day job, I guess, in, my, in the Nomad newsletter kind of come together. Um, so yeah, basically I, I typically work with six, seven figure e-commerce companies um, and some coaches and you know, I manage their content strategy, their uh, ESP software, which is their convert kits, their active campaigns, their Clavios. I insist with the design and I create the entire strategy behind their email marketing system. Everything from their lead magnets to their welcome sequence automation, their card abandonment sequences, post purchases, all the fancy stuff. Um, all the fancy other fancy automations that come behind it, like birthday automations and creating all of the, um, mm -hmm. yeah, creating all of the email, the, you know, the daily or weekly emails that, that they send off to their list. So, you know, and I love it. I mean, it's really fun. I love selling um, in different e-commerce products and also taking on different voices. So, I mean, yeah, I've had, um, I'm working with like this dating coach right now who has a pretty big YouTube channel and, um, you know, he's a whole lot of fun to, to write for it. I'm selling like cat litter and um, selling like fitness equipment and things like that. So, um, yeah, then that started off like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, as you just said, you know, you kind of realize that teaching isn't your thing. And um, that's how it was for me. I was like, ah, man, I kind of, it wasn't even nine to five for me. It was actually eight to five. And I was working in a kindergarten at the time. So I was, you know, handling like screaming kids and had two Hungarian co-teachers who um, probably didn't like me that much because I was just like a, a dumb 25 year old. And uh, yeah, I was like trying to figure out how to, how to live abroad, how to stay abroad. And then I just fell up. I've met this German guy actually in a bar named Finn Lobson. And he told me, um, I was like, hey, what do you do, man? Like, what's your what's your deal? You're 20 years old. You're younger than me. And you seem happier than me. And, uh, you know, he was in Budapest. And he was like, I'm about to go to Vienna and then go to Vietnam or something after. I was like, Where, how do you do that? How do you, like, what's the secret? And he's like, oh, I'm a copywriter. And I had no idea what that was. He was super curious. You know, I went home and Googled it, asked him for some resources. And just... Kind of that's how I started, you know, writing copy. And yeah, I mean, I bought like this horrible, like shitty, like $200 laptop on Facebook Marketplace, which it would only charge if, uh, if like it was, if like the charger was propped up on like a coffee mug and like pray to God it didn't move. And, but yeah, that was like the beginning. Had my first client like on Upwork and it was like a uh, $5 blog post. And uh, yeah, it was super, super humble beginnings. Um, yeah. cause it wasn't even really $5. Once it transferred over to my bank account, it was really, it only became like a dollar 50 because of the fees. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's how it started. Yeah, no, basically for free. And, um, you obviously that's a big method Gary V talks about, and that's actually 
I'm remembering now the first email that you sent me. You are reaching out to YouTubers and you said, hey, Riley, I'll write you an email sequence for free. And then I was like, oh, you know, as an entrepreneur, it, it makes so much. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're not going to say no to that. If it's really good, then, you know, then we'll work together. So, um, so I guess, did you find a lot of success with that method? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's all about kind of getting your foot in the door. I think, you know, if there's anyone's like reading, like, you know, listening to this and they're like, how do I even become a copywriter? You know, it's one is like, I would say, just try different things with different forms of copy, whether you want to you know, be a content writer, write blogs, sales pages, advertorials, try it all. But then um, you know, reach out to people who are like, who, you know, who you want to work with and just say, you know, can I just write two or three emails for you for free? You know, if you like it, you can use it. If you use it, can I have a testimonial? Let me and use that as like some type of leverage because at the end of the day, you know, clients and I've been on the client side hiring different writers, designers. Um, you know, you don't even need like a 50 page portfolio, um, very Mad Men style where it's like in a binder and you're looking through like hundreds of ads or anything. Um, even if you just have like a handful, three, four, five samples, then, you know, if the, if the prospect kind of vibes with you, then it works out. Um, I don't do that nowadays. With the days, if I do cold email, it's um, pretty easy for me since I do have like a pretty large portfolio and, you know, I've learned to gather stats and things like that. But I think for like people who are starting out, just sending it, sending that email and just saying, Hey, let me just, let me just try something with you. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good way to, to, to get your foot in the door. Yep, for sure. Yeah, Gary V talks about it, guys. Do not sleep on that method. Uh, yeah. Reach out to people, offer a little bit for free. If it vibes, boom, it works. Um, live chat, live chat. Someone says, Riley, where are you? Oh, here we go. I'm in motherfucking Phuket, y'all. You're definitely not bothered. Oh, I didn't show his question, but anyway. I'm in Phuket <laughs> now. Yo, it's open. Get your asses down here. Thailand is open. It's open? Uh, so it's open. You got to show Vax card. No, and Vax card. It's open. So I'm here. It's um, It's called Phuket Sandbox which means uh, your first 14 days, you have to stay on the island of Phuket. No quarantine, just stay on the gigantic island. So it's you're in Phuket. So Phuket is open, and I'm hearing potentially on October 1st, they will make a sandbox for every region in Thailand. So Bangkok, basically your first two weeks in Thailand, you stay in that province or region. And then you take two negative tests and then you're free to travel all throughout Thailand. So that's where I'm at right now. It says random viewer on here, or at least on the well, stream it does. Hello, anyway, have viewer. you done, um, have you done uh, Asia? Have I done Asia? I have not. So my whole thing was like, I'm just going to try to go to as many European countries and like slowly go east. And then the pandemic kind of ruined that for like the last year. 
Um, but I've done a little bit of Asia, done like Taiwan and I'm Philippine. I'm like Filipino American. So I've been all over the Philippines. Um, and yeah, but you know, last year was the time I was like, I'm going to go do Asia. I'm going to pack up all my stuff and go. And then COVID happened and decided to, you know, just be just kind of be a dick about things and things like that. So, um, but we'll slowly make it over. The, the plan is to do Asia in the winter. Um, but I've been more of a European nomad and yeah. just been bouncing around. I mean, I've been to like, all of the like most of like most European countries, or at least yeah, a good amount of them. Um, at least all the ones that are like cool for for people who like to work remotely. And, yeah, you know, they're where they're like cool sites and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I'd love to do Asia because I know it's like, you know, oh, you haven't been to Bali? Can you call yourself like a remote worker? I feel like I think that's a meme somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm also just like a Budapest kid. Yeah, like sick. Sure. Yeah, I have enough Budapest, but I hear a uh, uh, real, real great hotspots and nomads. Um, actually, one of my uh, uh, my uh, agency uh, associates in my agency. She's a, f- a full-time graphic designer with us. Uh, she's in Budapest uh, right now, so I'm sure I'll make our way. We're no, I was actually gonna do um, Europe this summer. I was gonna do Croatia for two months again. We did it last summer. It was so sick. Let's like we're like let's run it back, and then we're planning on doing a road trip across Budapest. They was up to Karina, maybe go down to Kiev, Ukraine, and then um, at the last minute decided actually, well, Danny and Parker they decided actually Phuket is actually really sick. Let's post up here. Uh, it's actually like where I'm at right now, Rawai Beach. It's like an up and coming nomad hotspot with all the cafes, co working, uh, surf um sick gyms and and all that stuff yeah i mean um, yeah i want to do that so bad that sounds that sounds i want to i want to learn how to surf to be honest i was i was in puerto yeah. escondido for a while and everybody was like everyone my friend described it as like a sleepy surf town and like it kind of it is what it is um you know everyone was like surfing and i was like fuck i feel like i should yeah i should learn how yeah, to me surf too. I'm or right something. There with you. I'll, I'll get there someday um Random viewers hanging out with us. That's literally their name. Um, <laughs> says, what's the attraction of Budapest? The attraction of Budapest, I think, well, I mean, surface level, you know, they, it's, it's aesthetically, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of those places, like, every corner is kind of cool. It's like medieval, kind of gothic, kind of. But then it's, it's, it's like a strange mixture of the new. So I think aesthetically, it's awesome um there's a ton of like really cool actual attractions so you have the museums you have the castles you have the castle district we have fisherman's bastion um but then you know that's if like you're a tourist and you're there for like four days but if you're there for long term one it's you know as riley said it's becoming like a hot spot for digital nomads the internet's good there's plenty of cafes um there's like an incredible like growing number of co-working spaces like i think we're um i think like three or four years ago it was only like three and now there's like 30 um and you know it's 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 an extremely walkable city so you won't need to do tra- like public transport you can walk everywhere but the places you can walk to are also super fun so you know it's a really cheap place if you want to go party there's a lot of that budapest is like the las vegas of uh, central europe or all of europe 
Um, especially in the summer, you can't run, you can't like walk 10 feet without bumping into a bunch of English guys getting drunk um, for like a bachelor party. Um, and it's just like a really fun, vibrant city. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of in like this, it's still growing in that sense still, but there's so much potential there. Yeah. As you see right here, there's this beautiful bridge and, you know, bars along the river and it's super fun and it's extremely international as well, you know, with a lot of businesses going over there and you know, with all the universities there, there's a lot of, a lot of people who are just international workers from all over the world there. Yep. And it's just super fun. I think if you go there and you kind of set foot and you go to that first bar, you're like, Oh man. All right. This is like a good time. And everyone that I've, I've met, usually someone who works remotely. They're like, absolutely love it. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm totally the food in the scene right now. And the food, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Random. We were asked about the food. I mean, there's also snow, as you see in that photo. Um, it can get pretty, it can get pretty treacherous. I think that's probably the least fun part of Hungary oh, yeah. is like when it gets in that winter time when you're like it's definitely not Phuket or Bali. It's more <laughs> like um, I don't know, like a winter hell. Um, people still go out though, which is like really crazy. You, you oh, see, yeah. you still see people and like, you know, and a foot of snow, a meter yeah. of snow. And they're like, just pass the Paulinka faster. We'll get warmer. And, um, yeah, I mean, the food scene is really good. Um, it's very like central European and that's like, I think typical Hungarian cuisine is meat and potatoes esque. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kind of, if you've been around Central Europe, it, they kind of eat a lot of the same things. So there's a lot of sausage, a lot of potatoes, a lot of soups. Um, I didn't really have soup until I moved to Hungary, which is kind of weird. Filipino. <laughs> so we usually had rice, but, um, you know, we had like this langos, which is like this deep fried bread that's very savory. Um, you know, and it's great. I mean, Budapest food scene in regards to being a foodie, I think is okay. You know, no knock on Budapest, but um, it's still growing. That's definitely still growing. A lot of chefs from other places are setting up shop in Budapest because it's just so it's so yeah. easy. And, well, it's it's not expensive to start a business there, which is why a lot of like I have like several German friends, a couple guys from all over Europe who are they've like gotten their freelancer visa um, in Hungary. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that. A lawyer told me I can't say that. You'll call it a freelancer visa. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Riley says it's yummy. Yeah, At the end of the day, it's and, yummy. At the end of the day, it's just yummy. Yeah. And it, in any international city, you can get any type of food you want. There's like, you want American food? Just go to the American food. You want fucking Turkish? You want Hungarian food? That's weird. I actually had Hungarian food yesterday here in Phuket. Really? Yeah. Man. Fucking random. Yeah, this is like uh, fate. Then, yeah, uh, uh, it was actually uh, on Grab. So, like, we have these apps nowadays. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're just fucking scrolling through, yeah. and it's like fucking Italian, Hungarian, <laughs> Russian, Mexican, Peruvian. It's like you know, we have access to everything at our fucking fingertips. Is it? This holds every type of food inside it. I literally it's press not fair, man. And it's fucking transported to me in thirty minutes. I know it's not fair. I feel like. Really, you can just get it delivered to you in like 20 minutes, anything. Like when I was in Budapest last week, I had like, I got Mexican food delivered in like 20 minutes. 
and it was like uh you know the app said it was like ricardo is making your order and i'm like oh, is he is he mexican too like this is like crazy yeah totally. i don't need to be in i don't need to be a nomad i just need uber eats really to experience the world yeah, yeah exactly you, you can get it all it's crazy times you live in um uh, live anywhere work anywhere eat anything talk to anyone at any time like we're doing live um Anyway, this is uh, this is sick. This is sick. Um, first live podcast. We got the live chat. I'm gonna do this every time now. This is way easier, and I don't have to send it to my editor to edit it. It's like already done. It's already posted. Um, any any other topics you wanted to get into? Questions? Uh, nah, man. I mean, really, it's really cool to be here. I mean, I really like doing this podcast like uh, live as well. One of the things I don't, I don't really have to think about it. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna let things yeah. be. But no, I mean, if you're like listening to this, check out the Nomad newsletter. Um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's just at thenomadnewsletter.com. I do have a book coming out um, tentatively mid October about how I became a digital nomad, how I started my freelance business, how you can grow that as well. It's gonna be called Nomadic and Happy. Um, and yeah, uh, well, I'm going to release that on the nomad newsletter as well. I'm not sure if I'll put it for yeah. free. It, um, it'll be around mid October. So still working on that. It's going to be not going to be a Harry Potter like novel. Um, so it'll be like 300 pages. I think I told my mom that and she was like, yeah, she was like, I'm like mom, I'm going to have a book out. She's like, Oh, it's going to be like, am I in it? It's going to be like 200 pages. And I'm like, mm, no, mom, it's not going to be in it. It's just going to be about me writing and like traveling. And she's like, that's boring. She's like, that's boring. I'm like, all right, sorry. I love <laughs> you too. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, join the new mad newsletter. Give me some feedback. And you know, I'm going to be featuring Riley a good amount there. Cause yeah, I mean, I, I just like looked at your Instagram, like even deeper, you know, typically I just like kind of scroll and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I like that. But um, you have a lot of stuff going on, so I definitely want to feature that. And if anyone's listening to this and you do have some type of business that helps some helps people start their online business or maintain their lifestyle, whether it's you know you own a co-working space or yoga retreat or you know locate you know relocation expert or something like that, feel free to hit me up. I'd love to feature you on the Nomad newsletter, and you can help me grow. Yeah, sick. There it is, homies. Bromads, uh, Nomad Newsletter. It's just starting. Give him some feedback. If you want to feature something, if you want to collab, hit him up. Hustling. Awesome. You're going to come out with a book. Um, I'd love to do that someday. Sounds good. Um, awesome, dude. Well, um, that was fun. I'll follow you. And uh, I'll see you on the IG. You guys can see him on the IG as well. And I will see you... Uh, yeah, on the newsletter as well. Looking forward to uh, to reading it. Much love, Riley. Thanks for having me. All right, man. See ya.